0: Welcome. Pull up a chair, fill your mug. Get comfy, join us at the table for the most unusual tea party. Here's your host and graphologist, Teresa Abram. Welcome to a most unusual tea party where we talk the letter T and people. I'm Teresa Abram, your host and graphologist and founder of Handwriting PI. As a personality investigator, I help people make better hiring decisions on both sides of the hiring process, and I am the secret weapon behind some successful coaches. Now on today's show, we have a returning guest, Lena Rivkin. Lena is also a graphologist, and she provides graphology analysis for a wide range of organizations, helping them screen applicants and evaluate employees. She also conducts handwriting analysis for private investigators, as well as for individuals. Now the inspiration for today's show came from a previous podcast guest, Leah Kemmerling, who is a freelance writer and a fitness coach. Now I thought it would be fun to look at the handwriting of other people in the media field to see where they are the same and where they are dissimilar. So our lineup today includes an investigative reporter, a news media mogul, And a TV anchorman. So it's three different sides of the same industry. Now, welcome back to the show, Lena. I am so excited to have you on again. Thank you, Teresa, for having me again. Uh,
1: This second show represents an intriguing contrast with our first show. Our prior show explored people who use images to explore ideas. Now we are going to look at people who mostly use words to express ideas.
0: Exactly. The written word is what they leave behind instead of artwork. So if you're ready, let's dive right in. Okay. So first up, we have the handwriting of Leah Kemmerling, just for a quick recap about her writing. And of course, the first thing that really pops off the page about hers is the fact that she uses all capitals, which is called block printing. That's usually something we're going to see in policemen and architecture architects. What that tells us is that Leah does have a sense of reserve and a sense of privacy. It's not to say that she isn't going to be friendly and outgoing, but she will really protect herself and her private life. If you want to think about it in terms of if you were on an airplane with her, she would draw you out and you'd probably have a really good conversation, but afterwards you would end up thinking, hmm, I don't actually know a lot about her because she's not going to volunteer that information to strangers. So that to me is the most striking thing about her writing. Lena, what do you see in her writing? I
1: see that it's spatially organized. There's consistent rhythm and wide spacing between the words. She does need elbow room from other people and prefers working alone. It's small writing, quickly written. She grasps ideas quickly and has good powers of focus and concentration. She pays keen attention to details. I see her as an independent thinker. She enjoys her own company. She uses her time well when she is focused on a project. She's introspective and she's reserved.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. She is the lady to go to if you want a project completed. Yes, She's going to be efficient with both the resources that are external and her internal resources too. So when she finishes a project, there's a really good chance that she's probably going to finish it a little bit early and she gives herself time to go back and double check it and she's not going to be exhausted. She doesn't deplete herself in order to complete a project. So definitely good use of time and energy. What do you think about her margins, Lena? Well, you know, she has a left justified margin, and I noticed
1: that she avoids, not avoids, but doesn't go as close to the right margin, which indicates that she overthinks and sometimes sets up obstacles to not move forward in certain areas.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely the, the think before you leap. Yes. Yes. Now, one other thing before we move on to the next handwriting sample that I just want to point out is the way that she did her T's. Now, the top of her T often has an umbrella shape. It's like an upside down bowl. So she has the stem and then she does the upside down bowl. And what that is, is that's a protective stroke. So if you think about an umbrella, you use that in order to protect yourself from rain or sunshine. And in this case, it's the same sort of thing. It shows us that by using that umbrella shape, she is trying to protect herself and to keep herself safe from something. Again, another another sign that she really is about keeping her private life private. All right, so now that we know that about Leah, let's take a look at Carl Bernstein. Great. Now, here's a handwriting sample from Carl Bernstein. Now Carl Bernstein is an investigative journalist and He really got his start working with Bob Woodward and breaking the Watergate scandal. So it was his work that led to the impeachment of Richard Nixon. When you look up the story, you'll see that this is considered one of the best pieces of investigative journalism in history, the way that he pursued the story and brought the pieces together. And when I look at his handwriting, it fits him to a T. Now, the first thing that really pops out at me is these E's. These are the Greek formations of the E, and that really shows a sign of culture and creativity. But the creativity is almost always directed towards a literary project. So for a journalist, that is a great sign to see and certainly will help him get his message across using the written word. Now, another thing that I think is interesting is that he has these random capital letters. Definitely his capital T's that show up where they shouldn't be capitalized. And Mm -hmm. I think this S is capital as well. And for listeners of my podcast, you already know what this means. We know that we're dealing with somebody who does not always follow the rules, Mm -hmm. has a little bit of a problem with authority, and has his own set of morals. He has his own set of right and wrong. So again, for an investigative journalist, that is something I would expect to see there because you know he's going to be breaking some rules, but he's doing it because it's the right thing to do for him. Now the last thing I want to point out about his before I pass it over to you, Lena, is his O. Now we only have the one O to go off of, but it's pretty strong, so I'm, I'm going to go with it and say we can say this is an actual trait of his. When we look at this O, it's sealed tight, it's closed, there's no gap in it. In fact, he's even made it so it's a little bit, you know, there's like a reinforced knot there if you look at it. And what that shows us is that he can keep confidences. So if he's going out to a source and they say, you know, this is on the lowdown or off the record or don't associate it with me. And he says, okay, you know he's going to stand behind that. He's not gonna break the confidences. He's not going to bring somebody into the spotlight who is not okay with it. So really good sign. He's gonna be able to build trust with people. Now, Lena. What do you think about that signature of his? (laughs) Well,
1: it's a large, dramatic, vertical signature. Mm -hmm. Notice that the T-bar that has a flourish is actually in the second syllable. I mean, it's not a third name like Dick Van Dyke. He wants you to notice him. This is someone who is ambitious, who has pride and desires recognition for his work. He believes in his ability to accomplish what he has set out to do. He is self-reliant. He sees the big picture. He does not like to be controlled by other people. He is direct and very real. He doesn't beat around the bush.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true, right? And we really see that just in, in the straightforwardness and the quickness and the simplicity of his letters, he's not gonna beat around the bush. Uh, When you're talking about his T, I I really do love this T. This capital T that he has is very dramatic. It does have a flourish. And the really striking part about it is that he never lifts the pen off the page. So he starts at the top of the t stem brings it down to the bottom, and then he swings it out to the left as he moves up, and then crosses the T at the top, moving to the right, without ever lifting his pen up. And he does that twice. What that shows is persistence. So this is somebody that he is gonna follow something through. He doesn't give up easily. It's kind of like a dog with a bone. Once he gets an idea, he is going to stick with it like glue. So again, investigative journalist, that fits him to a T.
1: Yes, and his writing shows emotional control. The -hmm. writing was fast paced. There's a sense of urgency. He comprehends things quickly, strives to meet objectives quickly and also he can be impatient.
0: Yes, yeah, right. And the impatience we know by these little, uh, his eye dots and the way that yeah. they're more of a slash that shows the impatience there. Um, one other thing I wanna just point out about his signature and it relates to what I talked about with Leah. You know, Leah had that umbrella as a protective stroke and we see that here with Carl as well. This giant C in his first name actually circles around the rest of his name. And it's like it's it's protecting it. It is a protection. It is a covering stroke. So we know that while he does like recognition for his work, as you pointed out, his private self, not so much. He's not going to be the kind that writes a tell-all book. He's not going to go on the talk yeah. show circuit. It's his private life. is private. He only wants you to recognize him for his
1: work. Definitely. And those oversized capitals with the rhythm do imply self-respect and a strong public presence too. So someone who thrives on applause, but as you said, there's an internal focus of control. He has intrinsic motivation. So he does things that are personally rewarding, not just for an external reward. Mm -hmm. So this is seen also in his congruent signature, the speed, the moderate to heavy pressure, the good arrangement, the natural handwriting and the vertical slant that reinforces his emotional self-control
0: mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely the other thing too that i just I, I love and it makes me giggle every time i see it is his first name if i don't look at the words which of course that's a big part of graphology is not looking at the words you don't want to get sucked into what the words are telling you you want to focus on the motion and the movement and when i look at the movement of that first name i see a nose it looks like a nose to me, and I think, you know, for a journalist, he's sniffing out a new story, you know, following, following wherever his nose may go. That's what my dad would say. I'm just following my nose, um, and I think that's really an interesting one that it, for a reporter, he's actually made a nose part of his signature. <laughs> And
1: also, I love his efficient connectors, which show you know high linear, intelligent, razor sharp thinker, intuitive, yeah. and he trusts his own instincts.
0: Yeah, definitely. Right, he does. And there's so many spaces that we can see yes. right here and here that we know that he's going to be trusting those instincts and just go with it. Fascinating. I, it's it is a tiny sample, but there's just so much that we can see in it. Yes, and
1: the imagination and the foresight showing what a visionary person he is and I think that's shown too here in the upper zone dynamics and the original writing and the spatial arrangement which is open.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah we know he's going to be able to see that bigger picture. He can connect the dots where maybe not all of us can. A quintessential journalist. Ah, <laughs> uh, There you go, exactly the quintessential <laughs> journalist. All right, well let's move on to Ariana Huffington. Okay, all right, so here we have the handwriting sample of Ariana Huffington. Lena, I'm gonna let you take the lead on this one.
1: Looking at the short sample, the overall gestalt of this handwriting is someone who might like to host a salon where people discuss ideas. She has savoir faire, she's bright, she's poised, diplomatic, very sure of herself in social situations and inclusive. There is a narrowness and tightness in the middle zone, we know which indicates a sense of reserve. She's very self-contained. And to underline why I stated this for the audience, she underscores her signature in a very graceful way, you know, indicating self-confidence. It's a presentation of herself. I'm also seeing the very efficient connectors from one letter to another, a very sharp thinker, the writing tempo is quick, well formed capitals as she presents herself well. She has pride and dignity. She also has intuition, as you can see by the breaks of the letters in the words.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Anytime we see a break in, in cursive writing like that, it's telling us there's a spot there where they allow intuition, they allow time to see if anything else is coming to the surface for them. Yes. Uh, you know, and one of the things you're talking about confidence in the underline, and I totally agree, that's a you see the underline, that's a sign of self-confidence. She also has a star. That A at the first, of her first name to me, looks like a star. And again, that's a self-confidence, right? I am a star, here I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's another sign of that. And then looking at that
1: capital A, look how it extends below the baseline. Mm-hmm. That indicates someone is holding on or plunging into the past and with a form of maybe
0: tension Yes, could be or anxiety or anxiety. Yep, that's right. And it's interesting, because a lot of her lower zone gives it, a, a, it tells an interesting story about her, because we do have that, you know, anxiety or tension from her A. And then when we look at her G, or her J, we have these really sharp points at the bottom of the loop, where typically we want to see it, it it would typically be rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, and that again, it shows there is that tension there, because when we see a point in the lower zone it indicates somebody who is going to be determined and aggressive. Yes. Um, and you know when you think about who she is and what she's accomplished. Yes. I would think that those have served her well yeah. to get to where she's <laughs> being. Yeah. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah lots of very interesting handwriting sample for only four words and a signature. Uh-huh. There's actually quite a bit we can tell about her. Yes you know, and and one other thing that I'll just point out real quick. Actually, I'm going to point out two things before we move on to our third. The first one is going to be the O, because we talked about that open closed O, like it was clear, but closed with a knot on Carl's O, showing that he can keep confidences. In Ariana's, we see here her four, the O is actually um, completely closed. There is no white showing through. It's it's, it is filled in when we see that it's a sign of somebody, not just going to be able to keep confidences, but actually keep secrets. So now she's stepping into the, the zone of not just confidences, but secrets perhaps from people as well. Definitely closed lipped. Not, <laughs> I'm not going to reveal much. Yeah. The other thing I'll mention just real quick, cause it's T's. We'll talk about her T here. This is best. This word here is best. This should be a T. And you see that, that, uh, she doesn't lift her pen off the paper, but she also does not make a cross. She mm-hmm. just bounces off from the bottom, and that just shows somebody who's kind of thinking one step ahead. She is very quick, she is very intuitive, and she's thinking one step ahead. That's what her tea shows us. All right, so now we're going to take a look at Tom Brokaw for our final handwriting sample for this episode. And this is our final handwriting sample for today's episode. It is the handwriting of Tom Brokaw. Now, the first thing I just wanna point out is obviously this is done on a book. So we know he was working with a limited space, which can impact our analysis a little bit. So we wanna just keep that in mind that maybe this was you know, the 100th book that he was signing and that might affect some of his writing, but we're still gonna be able to use it to see certain personality characteristics. And for me, when I saw this, I was completely Mm -hmm. blown away. It was not at all what I expected. Because, of course, Tom Brokaw is a TV anchorman. So he gets on TV and they film him presenting the news. And he's very calm. He's very collected and very rational. So when I saw his writing... It blew me away because it's like the total opposite and I realized I fell into the trap of thinking that who he was on camera is who he would be behind the camera so this was a really good reminder to show us that hey sometimes what you see is not what you get he really is an actor and he goes on camera and he presents that persona uh anyway that's what I was just blown away what, what do you see in his writing Lena? Well, his fast paced writing, a
1: combination of angular and rounded formations Mm -hmm. suggests he is a quick thinker, flexible and emotional and able to make quick changes and work with all kinds of people. He is empathetic and sincere Mm -hmm. and regard to his emotions, it is sensible emotion. I mean, he's not over the top, you know, on the air, he is restrained, but he is still compassionate. He speaks to create a harmonious environment.
0: Yeah, that's, that's right. Something that I find really interesting when we look at his as compared to what we saw with Ariana and Tom is if we look at his O's. So remember how we said uh, Carl's? Sorry, when we looked at Ariana and Carl's, when we looked at Carl's, we said there was a knot that closed his O's. Here we see in Tom's it's open. So his O is not closed at the top. His A's are often open as well. Mm-hmm. and we do see that consistently throughout his writing and now what that tells us is he is going to be a talker yeah <laughs> right? there's a reason that he is the anchor man, that he is on tv uh you know i think that if you were sitting next to him on the airplane you <laughs> would have a fantastic conversation because he would draw you out but he would also share of himself so you would end up <laughs> feeling like this is my new best friend tom <laughs> <laughs> And
1: I see high energy in all three zones. There's movement, efficient yes. connectors, speaks to his ability to grasp facts instantly. You know, a fluid thinker and expresses himself effortlessly. You know, it's difficult to just de- to decipher all the words, you know, in his rush to finish. And he was signing probably 4,000 books that day. Yes. But uh, I do want to state, too, that as an anchor of a major news network, you know, Brokaw worked in a fast paced environment, you know, daily news, constant deadlines, stories from all over the world, he had to ramp up knowledge, you know, a lot of information synthesizing and gathering, he was very collaborative. Uh, You know, his work itself lent itself towards always being on top of things, he was at the hub of every story. And he was a master, off-camera, and on-camera of energy management. Mm,
0: mm Mm-hmm, yes, when you're talking about that, uh, being a center, the hub of everything that was going on as the anchorman, and I had never really stopped to think about it that way before. Um, But there's, you know, he was working to a hard deadline. Mm -hmm. When, whatever time the news came on, whether that was, I'm not actually sure the time slot, whether that was 10 or 11 or nine o'clock, It was a hard deadline. He couldn't say, just give me five more minutes. I'm not quite ready. He had to go on, ready or not. And in his writing, that's what we see, where this is somebody who will take action before he has everything in order. Mm -hmm. And part of that is this T. We have the word here, uh, at. There is no T-bar crossing. Mm -hmm. He's already moving on. So it does show that he doesn't have to have all of his ducks in an order. It doesn't have to be perfectly in place. He is willing to leap before he looks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, Lena. (laughs) We talked about the signatures of the other ones. What do you think of Tom's signature?
1: Well, you know, it's very rare to have a stacked signature.
0: It is.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that stacked signature where we have the first name that sits above the last name. So it's like the last name is used as a pedestal for the first name. Um, And it is, it's very rare because natural momentum is going to have us going in one line. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: If you start writing your name, you're just going to keep on going down that line you know, so the first thing for me when I saw that is, I thought, is that natural? Or is that only because on the limited writing surface that he had, he needed to stack it? So I did do a little bit of research and I discovered that in fact, Tom Brokaw signs his name like that all the time. Even when he has a wide open space, he still stacks it. And this is something that we often see with celebrities and people, who have become famous quickly and are somewhat uncomfortable with it. So think about people like Justin Bieber, not that I am comparing him to Justin Bieber in any <laughs> other way, just, just the signature. Um, Janice Rule, who was an actor, actress in the 1950s, uh, Kim Kardashian does it and Susan Boyle does it as well. Mm. By stacking it, it tells us two things. One is that they feel like they are being idolized, they are being put on a pedestal, and the second part is that there is a fear of it all crashing down. So it really does give us a very interesting glimpse into Tom to see that he did actually rise very quickly, all eyes were on him. Actually, it was through Watergate as well, where all eyes were on him all of a sudden. He got a lot of attention very quickly. And so he did get that feeling of being idolized, but will it all come crashing down? And that's what we see in his Signature. All right. Well, I think that's the end of our show. Thank you so much for coming on, Lena, and sharing your wisdom and your insights.
1: Thank you so much for having me. You are a wonderful host. Oh, and I appreciate you. being invited.
0: Thank you, Lena. We'll have to do this again.
1: Thank you.